0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, November 8th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, Paul Marie, which means outstanding or best. Paul Marie, I hope everyone's enjoying their Monday. Back to work we go. Back to work we go. Another manic Monday, blue Monday, however you term it. It's just Monday. Time to go back to work for some of us, it appears. Some folks are, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call it. But some folks, hey, they don't have to work on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays or any day of the week. They just don't, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. I ah, had a pretty nice weekend. Uh, had to work Saturday. I had yesterday off, so Of course, you know what that meant. Time to watch some football. It's pretty good. I got to say. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, weather in North Carolina is looking pretty good. We have gotten into some cool nights down in the 30. Had our uh, first frost. If you can call it that Saturday and going into Sunday. Right before time went back. I had to think about that. Just fall, fall back, spring forward. You know, that, that's how I remember it anyway. But yeah, I enjoyed that also. Got me a little extra hour of sleep. Ain't gonna complain about that. But yeah, we got our first frost. Uh, wow. Seasons are changing. Almost Christmas is all, Christmas is almost upon us. Man. How about that? That's, that's right. our year zoom by. All right, let's move on here. Uh Oh. Football news. Like I, I mentioned before, I did have a, a chance to sit down and watch me some football. Uh, the Bills lost to the Jaguars. That was surprising to me. Josh Allen, uh, uh, who knows what happened. It was a low-scoring game, too. I believe it was like 6-9. to nine. And uh, the Panthers continue to lose. They lost to New England. The Texans lost to the Dolphins. That was a bit of a surprise. But here lately, the Dolphins, uh, I know they're, they're struggling a little bit, but they have... In some games, they have shown some great improvement. So who knows? Maybe in time, the Eagles lost to the Chargers. <laughs> I don't know about that one right there. That was just that was just a game. It's just <laughs> that was just a game. But uh, another surprising was the Titans. The Tennessee Titans beat the uh, Los Angeles well, or yeah the Los Angeles Rams. Man, they've been so many places. I can't remember where they're at. But uh, you know, of course, the Titans are without. Um, Henry, and, and, you know, they went and got Adrian Peterson. Uh, he looked pretty good, but they beat the Rams. That that was surprising. That was a, a shocker right there. And, uh, and this one, <laughs> the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys got manhandled by the Denver Broncos yesterday. Wow. Hey, Cowboy fans. Y'all still them boys? Y'all still going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, this is what the Cowboys do. I mean, let's just be honest with each other. This is what they do. They do this every year, every season. They start off like a, a, a bat out of hell, and then they just flop like it's nobody's business. But yeah, they lost to the uh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, y'all still them boys? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Dak Prescott came back. He's been out for three weeks. Uh, I think it was a leg injury or something. He's been out for three weeks, and it showed. He was rusty. And, of course, you know the Cowboy fans are make excuses already. Oh, Dak's been out. Dak's been out. Uh, Whether he's been out or not, y'all lost to the Denver Broncos. Don't let the final score fool you. They were... (laughs) I don't even think they had... uh, They scored a field goal... Field goal, uh, man, it seemed like the first two or maybe two and a half, three quarters, they didn't have any points on the board. <laughs> Denver manhandled the Cowboys yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking about it because I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> That's right, that, that that made my day because all those Cowboy fans, all I've been hearing every uh, for, for the past few weeks is you guys are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Don't y'all say this every year at the beginning of the season and then flop? Hey, I don't think you're going to no Super Bowl. (laughs) I just know y'all aren't Super Bowl ready, obviously. Just not. And also, another one of my least favorite teams, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Green Bay Packers. That made my night. Also, Hey, it just did. I'm not a Packers fan, and, and it appears uh, Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. Man, I uh, wish him a speedy recovery from that. Hope he gets he uh, he he can he, he can pull through. I don't think he has a, 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 I think he has a mild case because they're saying he you know of course he's going to be back uh, for the next game I believe, and 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 they're hoping. But the thing about him having COVID is of course he's not vaccinated. He said he's not taking the vaccine because he's allergic to uh, two ingredients in both of the, the prominent vaccines. So he's not taking it. And and he quite possibly could be facing some backlash. Might lose some endorsement deals. Because this is the uh, the NFL's. Uh, they're, they're saying, hey, vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. Now, he hasn't taken the vaccine, but he has been tested. every. I mean, that protocol of being tested every week. They went ahead and, and, and I guess last week he popped, popped positive. Man, but uh, so uh, I hope he he, he uh, recovers. I really do. Even though I'm not a Packers fan, but now some people are saying, and I haven't talked about this. Uh, we all know Kyrie Irving. Now Kyrie Irving is, of course, the Brooklyn uh, basketball star phenom, if you could call him that. That refused to take the vaccine, and they drug him through the mud. They drug him, they threw him, they spat on him, they kicked him, they stomped him, they did everything they could possibly think of. But yet, you you haven't really heard anything from Aaron Rodgers and and his supporters. A lot of people, uh, I'm going to need you to have that same energy because you you guys were running around and it's not just Kyrie Irving, but anyone that said they're not taking a vaccine, oh, how could you? You're horrible, you're selfish, you're not thinking about anyone but yourself. I'm going to need that same energy as it relates to Aaron Rodgers. I just am. Okay, well, Aaron Rodgers is done. Gate. No, he ain't. He ain't no guilt. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I would like to see that same energy. I really would. Fair is fair. You, you, you can't do it for one if you're not going to do it to the other. You just can't. Come on now. Yeah, they, they even went as far as, as with Kyrie Irving to, uh, I believe, uh, one commentator, Sir Charles Barkley, raised the issue of, he's still getting paid and who cares? So what? Sitting at home, he's still getting paid, and he's taking the vaccine, yada, yada, yada. Who cares? Just, let's just put that out there. Who cares? So what? He's getting paid. And Rodgers is still getting paid. He's not vaccinated. Hmm. Okay. Need that same energy. I need that same energy. Probably won't get it. <laughs> we know how that goes. I probably won't get it. But uh, any who, like I said, I, I hope he has a, 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 a speedy and safe recovery. They are predicting that he will be back. Uh, I believe it's this week. That'll be the end of his 10 day quarantine. Certainly some things to think about. A lot, a lot of people everywhere. A lot of people or just regular common everyday people still saying they're not going to take that vaccine. I can't argue with them. It's your personal choice. Just like with Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers and, and regular everyday people who say they're not taking the vaccine. It's your personal choice. It just is. I or anyone walking the face of this earth don't have a right to, to, to criticize or, or critique or even try to get in someone's pocket because they're saying they're not going to take a vaccine. Yeah, COVID is is here. It is bad. It is it, going there. It, it is and has done what it, you know, Wreck havoc and, and wreck shock, but um, it's a personal choice at the end of the day whether or not you choose to take the vaccine. For me personally, it just is. I've taken the vaccine, uh, of course. Like I've always said, uh, I really wasn't too keen on taking it, but you know, hey, uh, people around me were catching COVID, and, and, and I didn't want to quite possibly catch COVID and hand it off to someone else. I just didn't, which coincidentally, I did. Uh, wasn't intentional but how I discovered I had COVID I took the vaccine and what do you know COVID appeared a few days later hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah the irony and that that right there kind of threw me but hey uh, like I said it's a personal choice stop jumping on these people's back because they they don't want to do something it's their personal choice it's their God given right just is. Is It's their God-given right. I mean, come on now. Hey, if if he doesn't want to take that vaccine, he doesn't have to take that vaccine. He just doesn't. If Kyrie Irving doesn't want to take that vaccine, he doesn't have to take that vaccine. He just doesn't. Why are are people just so up in arms or, or, or trying to tell and dictate what people should and shouldn't do in their lives? I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it, but yet... Lo and behold, whenever an issue comes up, you're the first one screaming and hollering about the government's always trying to get in my business. Uh, Well, when you open the door to them, that's usually what they do, isn't it? It's anybody. Like I said, people have their own personal choice. Hey, I'm not going to bash them. Not going to bash them. I'm just not. All right, let's go get it two things I want to uh, talk to you guys uh, about this morning. And, and I'll I'll make it brief. Uh, just like yesterday, I'm off again today, and I'm going to re- enjoy my day. We've got a few errands to run. But um, one of the things I want to talk to you guys about, and it's been happening not just here, but quite... Po- I think it's happening everywhere, uh, quite a few places in the United States. Bus driver shortages. Or sick outs. Look like we have another... Uh, school district here in North Carolina that, that is getting ready to have a sick out as soon as tomorrow, Cumberland County. uh, That's right around Fayetteville. What is that? Uh, A lot of little small towns down there, but Fayetteville is probably the most prominent because it's a military town, army base, Fort Bragg. Now, like I said, looks like uh, tomorrow Cumberland County uh, school officials have put the word out to parents. Hey, quite possibly we could have a sick out with the bus drivers. You may have to provide alternate alternative, uh, transportation for your kids before and after school. Now, of course this sick out is due to, uh, the demand for better pay and working conditions. Now the starting pay for bus drivers in Cumberland County is just under $12 and 50 cent per hour. Oh Lord. And they have 46 vacancies. Now this is reminiscent because, uh, at two weeks ago, uh, the largest, the state's largest school district, Wake County, Wake County, which is the state capital of Raleigh is the, the capital of North Carolina, Wake County had a sick out. Also, it lasted a few days. Now, Wake County has, uh, man, 220 vacancies, and its pay is currently $15 per hour. And just like in Cumberland County, those bus drivers had their sick out because they were demanding better pay. And better working conditions. I'll get to that working conditions in a little while. Now, here in Durham, the lovely Bull City that I reside, um, the bus drivers have the highest pay in the region at $17 per hour, but they still have 70 vacancies also. Now, uh, within the past few weeks or month, now, I, I'm, 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 I'm mistaken. Within the past month, going in, of course, going into this month, I have to uh, take my daughter to school in the mornings. Buses, is, 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 it, it doesn't show up or it arrives so late that she's going to be late for school. And, and hey, so I, I think I'm, I'm fortunate and blessed enough. So I'll just say, hey, come on, let's go to school. And I'll take you to school and I'll drop her off. And uh, But there's a lot of parents with, with these uh, sick outs. They quite possibly may not have that um, alternative transportation. So are these kids missing school? Yeah. I bet you there is quite a few of them that are are missing school. Um, So you have COVID that totally done away with the school year. And now you have this bus bus driver shortage. Kids aren't going to school. As always, COVID is indeed that life-altering event. It has exposed so much. Now it's exposing... If I could say this, and I'm not being demeaning or degrading, is 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 it's exposing the low end. I bet you. Let's be honest with each, with each other here. How many of you ever even thought or considered the plight of the bus driver until COVID came and exposed it? Now, what what they're saying is what what quite possibly could be the reasoning is, of course, more uh, better pay and um, better working conditions. Because what they're finding out is a lot of these bus drivers. With these shortages, are, are having to do, man. What the, I, I, one article I read? The bus driver said they have to do four to five, maybe six stops in a day. That's the working conditions right there. Don't have enough bus drivers, so you're stretching the ones that are there thin, super thin. And Durham's problem—they uh, uh, haven't, we haven't had to sick out here in Durham. Thank the good Lord. But Durham's problem is, of course, the bus driver shortages. I mean, even though you have a pay at $17 per hour, hour, but you have 70 vacancies, that's eye-opening. Now, as I alluded to earlier, the the argument that quite possibly COVID could be the culprit behind this because a lot of people at one point in time were saying like with most jobs, they didn't want to go in fear of uh, catching COVID. Yeah, get that, got that, understand that. And then you also have those that are on unemployment. Maybe they're making more, or well, not maybe. It has been founded that uh, quite a few people are making more on unemployment than they are getting up, going to get it every day. So just just wow. Um, man, like I said, I have to take my daughters, my daughter to school a majority of the morning. I mean, one week I, I got a bus service one day and for the other remaining four days, the bus never showed up. When I got in touch with someone at the district, they told me, oh well, the bus came, it was just late. Um, so I, like I said, I just went on and took her to school. Why uh why why wait? We sat, we stood out there for a while, man. Uh, when I coincidentally, when I decide to go ahead and make the move to take her to school, it's like 15 minutes before school actually starts. Fortunate to me, fortunate for me and also a blessing also. It's not that far from, from where I reside, so I'm able to get it there in time or just in the nick of time. But there, like I said, there's a lot of parents that don't have that option. They're totally reliant on the buses. And what about those parents that have to be to work early in the morning? Hell, There's a lot of parents that leave out. And I certainly remember this with my own uh, mother. There's a lot of parents that leave out before their kids even get on the bus, before they make it to the bus stop. So these kids are standing at the bus stop for however long and the bus never shows or the bus comes late. And for those parents who, who can't provide that transportation, they're totally reliant on the bus. These kids aren't going to school. Mis- that hasn't been addressed, but I mean that's I mean that's what I would think. Because like I said, I know a lot of people that can't don't have transportation. They rely on the bus. So here we are. Here we stand. Boy, this <laughs> COVID has turned this thing into a mess and turned it into a mess badly. So now we're having the effects of bus drivers and kids quite possibly not being able to get to school. Some of them aren't. Not quite possibly, some of them aren't think about it. We're going to be real with each other here. That, this is just what is happening now. But yeah, I am I, I gotta honestly say, I, I support the bus, bus drivers. I hate it came to the point where they have to do this sick out mess and protest. It really shouldn't. Have. I, I think that, and I know firsthand and for full well, will, for a long time, bus drivers have been going to the school board or talking to school administrators or whatever, or, or have you say, "Hey, we need more pay," and they've been blowing them off. Well, hey, struck them where it hurts, didn't? It? Can't get the little kids to school. I bet you. That, that, well, it certainly has opened a lot of uh, these administrators and school board members and state leaders also eyes. Let them know, hey, we're not playing. If you don't want to pay, we won't show up. Now. um... Wake County and well well Durham County announced last week due to their bus driver shortages they're going to be going to a third party, which is something I believe they said they were going to be looking into those little uh I won't call them delivery drivers but they are drivers that that do this so they're saying hey we're going to might go, possibly or we are going to a third party to fill some of these vacancies in the with our school buses our school bus drivers That's a good plan. I mean, hey, like I said, Durham is the highest paid in the region, which was surprising to me. Seventeen dollars an hour, man, I didn't know that. Well, hell, for seventeen dollars $17 an hour, I might get on the bus myself. Uh, no, I don't think I would. I don't know if I could deal with <laughs> other people's kids. But seventeen bones an hour—that ain't bad. <laughs> that ain't bad at all. Uh, most definitely, if you can deal with the, the the pressure and the stress of the job, it, it ain't seventeen dollars an hour. Is not bad. Not bad at all, and, at all. And for those in Cumberland County, man, they are, uh, I didn't know theirs was at 1250. Good Lord, what in the world? You well, okay, whatever. But uh, Bust the Move Show improve. <laughs> they're going to show you something tomorrow, it <laughs> looks like. Because they're, they're saying we're, we're going to do it. Wow. Just never thought it would come to this. Just never thought it would come to this. But I'll keep you guys posted on that. All right, let's move along here. Also, this will be the last thing. Like I said, I'm off today, so I'm going to enjoy myself. Uh, we all remember the story of uh, Ahmad Aubrey. I hope I'm saying that name right. Well, his trial began last week. He was the Black American that was jogging through a neighborhood when he was approached by uh, two white males, while one was filming. So there's a total of three white males. He was approached, asked what he was doing. He wasn't in. Wasn't from that neighborhood. He, he, I guess he explained that, hey, he was exercising, he was jogging. But these these residents in the community had said, hey, we've been having a, a problem with break-ins or people stealing uh, equipment, you know, from co- construction because one of the houses, there's a video that, that they showed appeared to be under construction or remodeling or whatever. So they approached him, and, and he ended up getting killed, getting shot. Now, that video of, of, of him, which, which is... <laughs> It, it, it just—it's just so much, and I hate to say it, but it's typical of, of, of what we have to live through here in America. That video only showed up after there was some, uh, well, hell, hell raising, and, and then the story started to come out. They were trying to explain, "Hey, we we were trying to make a citizen's arrest to detain them. He got violent and confrontational. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. He got confrontational and belligerent and violent." And self-defense, I pulled out my gun and I shot him. Hmm. Well, (laughs) the trial started last week and the jury was set also. 11 white and one black. Jury of 12. Wow. Well, that town that he stayed, if you're saying that ain't a jury of his peers, well, quite possibly could be. Because I believe that town that that this incident happened in or county, uh, I think black Americans... Are somewhere in thirty some odd percent of the population. Now, with that eleven white and one black juror, <laughs> it, it it brings up a lot. Of course, historically, uh, the jury selections hasn't been too favorable for uh, favorable or lawful, even for uh, minorities. When it's stacked like that, with uh, a, quite possibly a pretty much an all white jury. Now, what they what they have found is that an all white jury is is more probable to convict upwards of 16 percent of black defendants than they would if they were white. This is nothing new. It does raise some eyebrows and it does uh, bring back so many questions that need to be answered. Um, Like I said, the makeup of that jury that 11 white and one black uh, a, a jury of your peers. They're, they're saying that Black Americans in that town only equate to like thirty-some odd percent of the population. Um, not sure of the mathematical <laughs> mathematical uh, 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 um, uh, statistics here, but maybe that one is <laughs> that jury of your of, of your peers. And, and, and I'm not being a facetious jerk. And I'm not making light of the situation because it is a serious situation. And it's like it it was this is a very serious crime. When you have citizens that that I'm all for defending your property or in your neighborhood. But this this here was just way too much. I mean, if you thought Or if you truly and and, and truly believe that he was or quite possibly could have been robbing or stealing or doing whatever or breaking in or whatever, uh, shouldn't you have called the police? And who the hell made the decision to pull out that cell phone and start recording? Seems like to me you guys had some ulterior motives here. I don't see any uh, citizens arrests. Seems like you were the ones that were confrontational. You you, you you walked up to him. You said, "Hey, whatever." And someone was filming. It. Why were you filming the interaction? Seems like to me, if you saw someone jogging through your neighborhood, and you knew you have had a problem with crime and breaking and entering, or robbing, or stealing, or, or whatever, what have you, you wouldn't be reaching for no damn cell phone to record. You would be reaching for your cell phone to dial nine one one. But then again, hey, what do I know? What do I know? That's just me. I would think I don't think I would be pulling out a cell phone trying to record it record it pretty much the whole incident was pretty disturbing to watch just was like I said um, that jury makeup Wow, that's it's it's, it's it's absurd to me that in 2021 we're still talking about the same old foolishness and mess that we have to bring this conversation up but then again, like I said, hey, I don't know the mathematical statistic data. Maybe that is a jury of your peers when you only make up 29 or 30 some odd percent of the population in a town. Maybe that is a jury of your peers. And what they're saying also is um, they were, they raised the question about how many black jurors were dismissed. <laughs> well, they found they, they one, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Hey, what do I know? Uh, maybe I'm just rambling. Who knows? But I'll keep you guys posted on that. That is the most definitely something to uh, to think about. And the question. How is that a jury of your peers? 11 to 1. We'll see how that turns out. Well, his mother is still remaining optimistic. She says she does believe that, that based on the evidence that the state has, the DA has, she's saying that she is... Quite confident that there will justice will be served. Hmm, okay. We'll see how this turns out. Just will, just have to. We have a lot going on in this country. We really do. And, and we're still dealing with, with this. Racism or, or racial disparities, as many like to say. It's a lot going on in this world, a lot going on in this country. Just is. All right, I'm going to get on out of here. Like I said, I was going to make it sweet today. I got some things to do. Got some things to do. Get out and get me a little sunshine. I believe they said the temperature was going to be, uh, surprisingly, it's going to be pretty warm. Or it's going to get warm sometime this week. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, still love those, those cool nights. That's just me. That's just me. I love those cool nights. I really do. But anyway, all right, I'm geared to get out of here. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, listen, share, share, support, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.